Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! And welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 180, and tonight we have another listener takeover episode, courtesy of Big Top Bear. We're going to be talking about Leprechaun 2, Back to the Hood. And I'm going to be joined by the lovely ladies of Creepy Kitch, Stacy and Cindy, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun talking about a movie that's really not very not very good at all. Sorry, Big Top Bear, it's just not. But hey, it's putting together two things I hate more than anything. St. Patrick's Day, the Leprechaun movies, and Bit Horror. Hooray! So, thank you again, everybody, for joining me. It is always a delight and a treat and and just a wonderful respite from the everyday doldrums to be sitting here talking with you again. So, for those of you who are new to the podcast and are sitting there wondering, hey, who is this guy and why is he talking to me? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and I'm going to be your guide for the next hour and 45 minutes or so through the wild and wonderful world of horror movies but as seen through my very 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 gay little eyes it'll be laughs it'll be tears it'll uh, someone's gonna fart at some point but it's not gonna be me okay but it's probably gonna happen i know one of you is going to one of you oh one of you just did nice nice what has been going on in Scream Queen's headquarters since last we chatted? Well, I'm going to tell you in about 20 minutes or less. Well, first of all, let's get the Smoochie Watch out of the way. Dun, dun, Smoochie Watch. Ding, 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 ding. After spending three weeks in a tailcast to treat the wounds that she inflicts on herself because she's a crazy girl, Miss Thing, the day of her vet appointment, pulled off her bandage for the first time. She hasn't touched that bandage in weeks. She hasn't needed a little Elizabethan collar of shame or anything. She pulled it off and opened up her wounds again. So not only did I get yelled at by the vet, but she has to spend another three weeks in bandages with meds. That's another $300 down the damn tubes for this cat that I just love so much. But, you know, she's been having a rough time because, I don't know if you heard, last Saturday... Went down in infamy as the day the bird feeder fell. Yep, Big Fat Pigeon was way too heavy for those little teeny tiny suction cups. And it fell and it cracked and it's broken and she is devastated. But what can you do? What can you do, cats? And so until we get a new one, she's just going to have to, you know, figure out how to have sex with a bird another way. What are we talking about? I don't know. So some fun things that have happened. In the interim was that I got to go to a night of Buffy trivia that was at the Stonewall Inn, and it was hosted by a new podcast, a new Buffy podcast, if you have room for yet another one in your life, called Slayer Fest 97. No, wait, I'm sorry. It's Slayer Fest 98. See, that's why I lost, because I get these details wrong. God damn it. Slayer Fest 98 is the podcast. And... It was incredibly difficult. They're like, well, this is the easy round. And all the players are like, what are you even doing? It was very hard. It was very hard. We came in, I think, seventh out of nine teams. 
but that's okay. Fun was had by all, and also, I got to meet somebody cool. So, hi, Matt. Matt's a new listener for the show. Matt, I stumbled into. I had gotten there early. I was supposed to meet my friend Fozzie. You might remember Fozzie from the podcast podcast, and, you know, just in being the internet sensation that he is. It was his idea to go, and I'm waiting for him and waiting for him, and they weren't letting us into the room, and I ran into this guy, Matt, who was there by himself like I was at the time, and you know we awkwardly were like, yeah, hi, how you doing? And it was, it was cool and everything, and we wound up being a team together because Fozzie showed up with a whole bunch of his friends, and there wasn't room for us on his team anyway, and he wasn't going to leave and blah, 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 and it's a total Fozzie thing to do to invite you to something and then shun you off to the side. Am I bitter? Not really, because I had a great time with Matt and the two other people that we we scrounged up to be the Mr. Pointy team. And even though we lost, we had a great time. And I wanted to thank you, Matt, because, first of all, it was cool that we got to hang out together. Because you were a really fun guy. But, you forced me out of my comfort zone. Because believe it or not, listeners, when I'm in a bar and certain social situations by myself, I can just clam the hell up and never talk to anybody about anything. Yet, I, I just, I just, you know, he was there by himself, and he was nice, and I was like, you know what, just force yourself to talk to this guy and be cool. And I did, and that was great, and we had a great time. And you know what, for the heck of it, Matt, congratulations, because you are the Scream Queen of the Week! Yay! Yay! No, I know you're a new listener, so you're probably not aware that the prize... For winning Scream Queen of the Week is a tiara. The caveat being you will never, ever, ever, ever get that tiara because all tiaras are mine. So no tiara for you because they're mine. You Scream Queen of the Never mind. I'm trying to do the Buffy theme and it didn't work at all. But congratulations, Matt. Congratulations. So my niece got married. My cool niece got married. And... It was a beautiful ceremony. It was exactly her. She looked fabulous. It was classy. It was funky. It was cool. It was great, except for the bad things that happened. Now, this first thing might not sound like a bad thing. For those of you who have been listening in a while, you'll remember that I've told tales of my cousin, who is, well, she was uh, an FBI agent, and she worked for the Secret Service, and she protected various presidents and all this stuff. And I have always known that she's a lesbian. And the big story that I always like to tell is like in the 90s, like right after Don't Ask, Don't Tell, it was announced that she was getting married to a man. And I was like, uh, okay, I thought she was a big old lesbian, but okay. And then I got to the ceremony and it was this gorgeous blonde man that she was marrying. I was like, damn, girl, damn. And then during the ceremony, she looked at him, he looked at her, and he said, I do. And I went, oh, oh, I get it now. Well, anyway, she showed up at the wedding with a woman. So I'm like, ding, 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 ding. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. But it turned out this was exactly what I thought it was. She was coming. She had actually gone out to see my parents in Florida the month before with the intention of coming out, but she chickened out and got scared. So she was like, I'm bringing my wife to this wedding, and it's just all going to come out, and it did. And not only have they been married for four years, they have a little baby daughter. So yay, that's fabulous. I gave them both a big hug. I welcomed the wife to the family. I said it was so great to have other rainbow people in the family now. It was really tiring being the only one. I said I've known for a really long time, but I never said a word except on my podcast, but I never said your name, but that's not the point right there. The bad thing was the ride home because this was all the way out on Long Island, all the way on the East End. It's like a two-hour trip and way past 
nowhere near where uh, uh, the Long Island Railroad would have taken me, so I had to ride in with my parents, which is awkward because we know the relationship I've had with them for the past year. Not good. And my dad just spent the whole two hours going off on the whole situation. He's like, I don't understand why she had to come here with her so-called wife, and what's the story with this so-called baby? And I'm chiming in from the backseat. Actually, she's an actual wife, legally recognized wife throughout the country, so it's not a so-called wife, it's an actual wife, and I'm pretty sure that the baby is an actual baby and not a so-called baby. You close-minded, horrible, old, can't-be-dead-soon-enough man. Yes, did I just say that about my father? Yes, I did. Sorry. But anyway, that was the wedding story. So, I got to go to the theater, and I got to see a new musical that's off-Broadway at the Lynn Redgrave Theater called The View Upstairs. Now, some of you know the story of The Upstairs Bar in New Orleans, but it's one of these weirdly forgotten pieces of gay history. And previous to the Pulse Massacre, this was the worst anti-gay crime or LGBT crime, sorry, I'm still using my 70s terms, ever to have happened. It was a bar that was upstairs, obviously, and it had this little narrow wooden staircase that led up to it, and you had to be rung in. You know, when somebody called a cab, the cab would ring the buzzer at the bottom, but what happened this particular night, somebody rung the buzzer, but there was no cab. They had set a fire in the stairwell, and it caused a vacuum so that when somebody opened the door, that place went up like an inferno. Well, it was an inferno. It went up like a bomb in seconds, and I think 29 people died that day, and it's a horrific story. Yet, this musical is so full of joy and hope and incredible music and it's an it's an immersive thing like it's like you're sitting in the bar and i recognized all these characters from when i used to go to bars and be like sure when we would go to a bar and it was like a community and you knew everybody i'm like yeah i know that guy i know that guy oh sure i know the drag queen who used to come with his mom that would dress him know them i know that guy who is the one who's really trying hard to fit in but never really does and i know that guy the piano player who's married to a woman and says he's straight but you know we'll go home with somebody at the end of the night for a little sucky sucky i know all of these people and it took me back to a time when i found the gay bar that was going to be my home and i don't know if that's a feeling that exists anymore um you know because people don't go to bars like they used to. And when they do, they're not there to talk to the community. They tend to talk on their phones and talk to their friends. It's not quite the social experience that it used to be, at least not here in New York City. But the opening song really captured that for me. I'm going to play a little bit. Now it's a little bit of Some Kind of Paradise is the name of the song. And it really captured that moment when you realize, hey, I have a place where I can finally be myself, who I truly am, and not have to be afraid about it. And yes, it may not sound like much, but that feeling was some kind of paradise. I think I found some kind of paradise. No angel wings or paradise. Just the rush of the
feeling watching this, it was very similar to when I saw Rent for the first time. You know, while it was still in the 90s and still super relevant and not like when you watch it now and you're just like, Jesus, get a job. But that's neither here nor there. So if you're in the New York area, please do not hesitate. Get your tickets to The View upstairs. You will not be sorry. What else is going on? Well, I have that fundraiser coming up on the 30th for the Dark House Theater. I had Brian Williams, the head of the company, on the show last time, and I've been posting stuff all over town. It's uh, not all, all over the internet about it, and it's going to be a great night. I'm emceeing. I've got a whole bunch of fabulous costume changes. I'm trying to get in touch with Brian. He's very difficult to get in touch with because he's very important to see if I can get some cameras in there so we can get some video so I can share some bits of it with you because that'll be great. And if you want to go, write darkhousetheater at gmail.com. It's in Williamsburg on Thursday. Uh, tickets start at $18. There's also a $45 interactive VIP experience that you do not want to miss. There's two brand new premiere horror short plays that are going to happen. There's going to be music from a new horror musical. There's going to be DJ. There's going to be live music and booze, 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 and me in fabulous outfits being super scary. And you don't want to miss that, now do you? So darkhousetheater at gmail.com. Do that. Do that now. So... I want to thank everybody who's been signing up for the Patreon page. Things are going really swimmingly over there. I released a new episode this week talking about three movies that you do not want to miss that I will not be talking about here. And if you feel like you're missing out, the easiest thing to do is to head over to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Do a search on Scream Queens, of course, with a Z, and become a subscriber. And you're going to get bonus episodes when you pledge $3 or more a month. You'll be getting one or two, or sometimes even more than that, episodes every month. And you are going to have inside knowledge that the rest of these folks don't have. And I don't like to segregate my audience like that. But hey, if they're paying for good stuff, they're going to get good stuff. So come join the Patreon page, support the show in a brand new way, help build things that are in uh, – you know what I'm saying. I, I can't sell myself. Isn't that a terrible thing? Isn't that a terrible thing? I can do promotions for everybody except myself, but that's neither here nor there because we have other things to talk about. What else do we have to talk about? Well – oh, and if this wasn't, a, this wasn't a, a hot thing that you need to know about, phlegm. The gargoyle, you know, he's been quiet a while. That's because he's been in the studio, right? He's going to be dropping his first single. But it's only going to be available on the Patreon page. And you don't want to miss that because it is off the hook. Yo. The other cool thing that happened, I signed up for Hunt a Killer. Which is this monthly subscription thing and you get mystery boxes all month long. and Filled with clues and crazy things to help you solve a mystery. But you're going to have to do all the investigating online and making phone calls and all this crazy stuff. My first box arrived yesterday. I got a letter from my new prison pen pal and all sorts of strange and mysterious items. You know, a celestial star chart, a newspaper clipping about sinkholes, one of those little ketchup cups you get at the fast food thing, those little paper things that you can make into little hats for your fingers if you feel like it, and a piece of fiber optic wire. I don't know what all this means yet. I started to do some research, and I think I'm on to something here, but I don't know yet because it's only the first box. Now, you can also join in the fun with that, and if you're interested in getting a Hunt a Killer subscription, please email me. I have a special code for you for a discount. You shouldn't be paying full price. You're too pretty for that. You're way too pretty for that. So when it comes to movies, I got 
to see, finally, Ouija, Origins of Evil. Directed by my man, Mike Flanagan, who I would have all the babies in the world for him. It's just that he hasn't asked yet, but I know he will. I know he will. Come to me, Mike Flanagan. Come to me. And you know what? Everything you've heard about the movie is true. It's good. It's damn good. And you don't need to see the terrible original movie, which was just dreadful. I had forgotten just about everything that had happened in that movie by the time the credits were rolling, except for the fact Lynn Shea showed up. But if Lynn Shea can't save your movie, you have got a problem. But that was that movie. This movie is really quite fantastic, and it was nice to see an independent filmmaker having to work with a lot of the conventions that you can tell were getting forced upon him by the studio system, yet still making them work. The setting's cool. The fact that it's in the 60s is cool. It's got a great cast with likable characters. It's got genuine suspense. It's got some great scares. And even though there are a record record number of CGI jaw drops, he makes them work as well as he can. And I could say, yeah, you're being told to do that, but you are making the best, best of a really bad situation. And is it the most terrifying movie ever made? No. But it is an incredibly entertaining movie, so hats off to you, Mike Flanagan. Check out Ouija, Origin of Evil. Get back to me and tell me what you think, because I think I have been talking for long enough this time around. So I am going to play the trailer for Leprechaun 2. Back to the hood. I'm going to bring on Cindy and Stacy, and we are going to have a grand old time. Oh, sure we are, Bagora. Toy, 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 toy. Leprechauns, born of earth magic. They were protectors of the king's gold and punish anyone who would steal it. But after the king died, they were all whisked away back into the earth. Except for one. You want to hear? Yeah. I haven't smoked a good pipe in a long time. I see peril coming. You filthy mortals have tried to steal my riches. Hello, love. Get the leprechaun and he's after us. He wants his gold back. Come on! Damn! Who the fuck just took my shit? All you believed in what you got the ball. No more running. I like her. You're going back to hell tonight. How tall are you, sweetie? About three foot six. Three foot six? I make up for it in other areas. Oh, this is wonderful working, baby. Work it! Hello? So I've learned over time that facing the horrors of the listener takeover section is no fun alone. It's just too damn scary. So for protection, I'm bringing two of the toughest, coolest ladies that I know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they are the hosts of the Creepy Kitsch podcast. One loves getting things squeezed and the other one has lots of animals. It's crazy. It's Stacy and Cindy from the Creepy Kitsch podcast. Thank you for having us. Yay! I, right. I was late, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> they Fucked didn't know that. 
Oh, well, now they do. (laughs) Now they're part of the process. We have been waiting for three hours for Cindy to get back to the damn grocery store. I had to get my latte. You all can wait. (laughs) She had to to get her pumpkin spice latte. Uh Uh-huh. And you take one tea (laughs) out of latte. You take one tea out of latte, and what do you get? Oh, snap. Late. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I got to remember that one. Rare. I was going to make an Ugg Boots comment, but that was too good. I'm done. Yeah, You're right, welcome. Right. Uh, welcome. That's what they out. tune in for, my witty verbal repartee. <laughs> I'm dropping the mic and walking away. Yeah, so, I'm done. The movie that we have been assigned to watch by Mr. Big Top Bear. Thanks oh, a lot, a- big guy. Okay, so now who do you say? I will find you. I will yeah. find you, dude. <laughs> yeah, now I know who to slap. The, le- the movie is Leprechaun Back to the hood. The hood, not the not hood. The hood. The hood. Back to the hood. I think with an A. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That's the yep. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Of course, it's the one that's hardest to find. Right. Of course. We had to rent this bitch, Big Top Bear. Right. I spent fucking money on this. Well, I spent Cindy's money, but yeah, I spent I'm actually on I spent my credits that I took series for. Yeah, he owes me eight bucks. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, right. I'm not going to mess with Big Top Bear because he's either, you know, like, you know, a big top, you know, or he works for the circus and he's a ringmaster or he's a scary clown. And that's all sexy to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have a type, man. Frightened, <laughs> confused. And the reason aroused. he picked it in his little note, he says, Dear Patrick, I want you to cover Leprechaun Back to the Hood because I want to hear my favorite redhead talk about the world's scariest redhead. <laughs> and I said, that clearly he awesome. has not met Cindy. Oh, see, thank you. You're see, I was going to say that, but I thought that would be a little too egotistical. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> you scared the shit out of me with all your puff squeezing business and stuff. I'm, I have anger issues. I do. <laughs> she really does. I really do. I've seen <laughs> her go off, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm I'm drinking podcasting juice tonight. So oh, I'm, all right. I didn't even yeah. think to. I am. Oh, so man. Podcast. I'm on anxiety medication right now. It's called uh, Chardonnay. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's fucking Chardonnay. All right, actually, so- no, it's a Pinot Gris. It's a, actually a Pinot Noir tonight, so. <laughs> okay, I forgive you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm more of, I'm, I'm not a white uh, wine fan. I was about to say, I'm not a white girl, and boy, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, so we've got the three whitest people talking about this urban horror movie. Oh, so this is just wrong on so many levels, but I, I think, I think kind of. Yeah, it kind of upsets me that we're talking about this movie. Like, I should be ashamed of myself. But I'm going to identify with the, the leprechaun the, portion of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because he is of my people. This one. Tiny gingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Did you just call tiny? Tiny gingers. I was talking about myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I heard your boobs. She's not... No, my boobs are pretty big. Yeah, no, that's what I just said. <laughs> I am a triple D. Uh huh. Okay, because they might be dampening the sound, but they don't know what we're talking about because that was a conversation that happened off the air while you weren't here. So, ladies, before we go any further, what is this creepy kitsch business all about? <laughs> For those who don't know, well, um, basically, I like to talk, and Cindy likes to talk, and we a think lot. we're funny. <laughs> And that's pretty much the gist of it. 
I it, it's like I was explaining to my roommate on the way here after we were at the grocery store getting our pumpkin spice lattes and um, being divas. We're gonna have we, uh, these fucking bitches. lattes this whole call, aren't we? I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was saying that. Yeah. So Patrick from Sque- uh, Scream Queens wants us on, and so he's got this like you know pretty major, well known, award nominated podcast, and he wants our piece of shit podcast people. Pretty on much. <laughs> and I was like, pretty much. What is wrong with him? Because it's literally three hours of therapy and bitching about horror films. That's pretty much what it is. What do you think yep. my show is? <laughs> Yes, blah, yeah, blah, your show so edited. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, show. cat problems, blah, 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 who farted, blah, 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 horror movies, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> your, show, your show has this thing called standards, and we haven't yet attained those. You oh, actually, I, you know, you know, cut out the dead air and the coughing and the burping and the, oh, shit, I got to pee's. Yes. <laughs> the announcements that I'm going to take my pants off because it's too fucking hot in this room. That's my favorite. My favorite is when you start cooking in the middle of a re- recording and I just yeah. go and playing in the background and you're like, like I need an Indian fry bread you can all suck my ass it's like yeah that was when I that was when I burned my nipple because I was doing it naked oh yeah that was a good episode oh that, that happened was, on the air no less wow yeah on the air that was not my finest moment actually that sounds like that sounds like a, a, a touchstone moment that seems like <laughs> that will go down in history well that's the saddest part this is that's not my lowest point. That's the saddest part. No, the best part. I hope I think your my, nipple is not your lowest point. I think yeah, my right? favorite part ever was Stacy. The lowest and best moment ever on our podcast was when we had to review fucking Ilsa Shewolf Fuck of the ass. Uh, I'm still bitter amazing. about that. We um we ended up drinking a lot just to cope with that fucking film. And she was literally on her kitchen floor with her face pressed into the floor and just yelling, I hate everybody! <laughs> it's true, again. I do. I drink so much fucking Patron. I was mixing Patron and then cream-based gore, because that's all I had in the house, just to get through that motherfucking piece of shit movie. Oh, yeah. That wow. movie was fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm going to bite so many people when I meet them. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Mike. She was, she was ready to bite Mike from Cadaver Lab's nipples off after that. Uh, that was he deserves to have his nipples. He does. Off. He does. I gay bash him all the time, and he's not even gay. <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't say anything because he's the one who hosts. His server's the one who hosts our podcast. <laughs> We uh-huh. still no, he'll, no, he'll, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. He knows the, the way he met when he stuck his fingers in my butt crack. So, okay. <laughs> oh, my. Michael. Oh, Michael. That was his hello. Shameless now I understand the relationship between him and Shane. It all makes sense I now. Really do. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I'm a little jealous. Right? I'm just I'll like, where's the follow through, Mike? You rang the doorbell. Don't run away now. He's knocking at the back door. Believe me, he rang the doorbell, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> In the middle of the hotel lobby at Harhound Weekend. Fuck, Mike, buy a girl a drink, huh? Come on. Like I said, at least give him a reach around. Right. <laughs> I know. I will also accept a rusty trombone. Oh, well, yeah. It, that's depends a good one. On, it depends on who's playing the trombone, if you know what I mean. Mm. Not in a pufferfish? Well, it's it's Mike. We're talking about Mike here. We're talking about Mike. <laughs> it's true. You, you didn't believe she's playing the trombone. She had to go and fucking Google that shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
He I did. think I scarred him and Stephen Thompson for life with that story. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> oh, Stephen, Mr. Buttplugs. Oh, boy, that's his heart. <laughs> I once sent Mike a picture of a bloody tampon. Or, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't a tampon. It was a maxi as, pad. As, as you do. Yes! Well, it was... <laughs> oh, we kind of do that. Season's bleedings. Technically, I had written on it with a red marker, and I had written, I Again, think, uh, like and Mike corpse cast. Exactly, like you do. And sent him a video... And uh, he said that it was so gross that he threw up in his mouth. And I was just like, I didn't have the heart to tell him it wasn't actually menstrual fluid. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with him thinking that I somehow spontaneously, you know. That you can write in cursive with your exactly, vagina. Exactly. Dot the eyes, cross the T. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> That's awesome. Fucker was in italics. Your vaginal. He's got such, a, you've got such a weak stomach when it comes to menstrual blood that we win he every really argument just by does. bringing it up. Because he's gay for me. <laughs> He, he well, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I can see it. You guys would be like the perfect physical matchup, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd climb that bitch. Anyway, so are we talking about a movie? Are we doing a show? What's happening? Like I said, Patrick, you invited us on the show. Yeah, you invited us. You have to just deal with the consequences. I, hey, it's your I, idea. I guess last time Mr. Brian Williams was very quiet and reserved, and that's totally cool, too. So we need to mix things up every now and then with completely insane people just to wash out that classiness. <laughs> Two fucking wine and bitches are on your podcast. Insane, you say. Uh, well, I got some good news for you. Stacy likes a challenge. <laughs> it's true, I do. Well, good because we have quite a challenge of a movie to talk about. Oh, yeah, geez. we really do. Nice. Okay, so that's since- how I started my day. Today. Uh, <laughs> since you ladies are the guests today, it is your job to give me a thirty-second elevator speech description of the plot of Leprechaun Two: Back to the Hood. Oh, Jesus, uh, there was white, hot. white, white dude wrote a movie about how he thought black people added and there was for gone. Essentially, it was a white Jewish dude just met one black guy in his entire life, wrote an entire movie and stuck a leprechaun in it. Uh, yep. And then they decided not to do any of any of the clever stuff from the original leprechaun movies and just make him run around, punch people in the stomach to death and then mince a lot. I mean, that's pretty much it there. I. That's the plot, I think, right in, there. In the hood. In the hood. Which really wasn't the hood. It really looked more like no. downtown San Fernando. It really that was, did. That was the nicest fucking hood I've ever that seen. That was a and really nice that, hood. As somebody who spent her early years in shitty, shitty neighborhoods. Yeah, that was some USA. pretty fucking beautiful houses they had in the right. hood there. Tastefully yeah. decorated. She had a lovely two-story Victorian. You know? uh, so what you wanted our lovely cast of young people to be living in slums and bad conditions? How dare you? You're exactly you know, wrong with this country. You might as well deliver, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they never they never went to the club while they were in this movie either. So no, very... But okay. Can I tell you up front how much I don't like the Leprechaun movies? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. There, I, I can give her. I'm like give or take with them. These movies combine like every like this whole thing, this whole experience that we're having combines like everything I hate. <laughs> I hate the I'm Leprechaun so movies. Like... He sent this to me because of St. Patrick's Day, because technically it's St. Patrick's Day as long as I say it is, because it's my day, <laughs> right? Of course. Because let's celebrate the Catholic Church's complete annihilation of a traditional Irish language and culture. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hooray! Why don't we just call it St. Patrick of the Fancy Pants holiday now? Who's so Italian anyway? And <laughs> oh, there you go. That's true, actually. 
and <laughs> and and lackluster horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Three of yeah. my least favorite things all rolled it together because this one's even kind of hard to make fun of because it's not even bad bad. No, but I do have like, some words about it. But, I have lots of words to see, say about it too, and I have like some good things to say as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not all yeah. bad. I mean, one thing I will say: the cast was way too good for this movie. The like, ca- yeah, they all are way too good at actors for this movie. Thank you, yeah, thank you. I was going the to say the cast was way too good for this movie. The cast yes. is fantastic, and also the characters, for the most part, are really likable. Well, what was funny was it really couldn't make up its mind if it wanted to be an urban drama, a comedy, or a horror film about a tiny elf. I mean, that's pretty much the issue with that film. It yeah, changed my personalities like 16 fucking times. You know? Can I just interject as a historian? Uh, oh, God. Uh-huh. The, the, of the hood, the yes. Myth, the myth of the leprechaun was so goddamn wrong that <laughs> they were fucking seven-foot-tall warriors for the team, motherfuckers. Crack book. Stacy, they have to be right. The legend has to be right because they told it to you twice verbatim. By an old I, mystical black woman. Yeah, did you notice twice. that too? That they, they, you did the little like animated beginning and then halfway through they had to like reiterate it just in case yeah, you forgot. But it was word for word. It was the same audio. <laughs> just in case you fell asleep. Well, the other thing I noticed, speaking of repeated the audio. The 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> Padding the film, man. Padding the film. <laughs> well, they really were. Did you notice that they reused shots? And then there were cases where an actor would do something, and then they would play it in reverse to make the scene longer? Yes. Yep. Shame on whoever edited this movie. Yeah. The Shame funny thing you. is, is with, with the, leprechaun, the Leprechaun series, like, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Like, the first one yeah, just I'm made too. me go, well, that was a thing. Uh, the only movie I actually kind of enjoyed because it was fucking ridiculous was the, and I don't remember what number it is. It's like Leprechaun 12 or some shit was when he went to Vegas. I yes. didn't even know that existed. Yes. Yeah. I think that's and that one's funny as hell because it's ridiculous as fuck. And it's, it's so bizarre. It is, it is so banana pants crazy. It is. Like, it is in fucking sane. Like, thank you for the use of banana pants. <laughs> I like to hear words I've put out there coming back to me. <laughs> in this movie, and in this movie only, if you get bitten by a leprechaun, you turn into a fucking leprechaun. Yes! They never use that lore again in the entire fucking series. So this and dumb smoke. He has the worst Irish accent ever. Yes! He's easily turning into a leprechaun. But it's like, he's got this like really affected tarty tarty accent. Yes. Like he's got a lot of Lucky Charms commercials and just kind of went from there. So not only do you turn into a leprechaun, you become Irish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently, sure. I guess. And, and it's like the best. The only thing I really remember, other than the guy turning into a leprechaun in that movie, was the woman where it was. It, be, it became leprechaun slash wishmaster that episode. So it was like he was granting wishes to people. Oh, yeah, I forgot movie. about that. And that's what. And it was so funny because that one woman like wished for her, a younger body because she was aging, but her ass got really big and her lips got really big, and she essentially yeah. exploded. Yeah, and that was pretty I. Laughed until I cried. I was like, okay, this movie I'll fucking watch while I'm drunk with no problems whatsoever. No, but that, is, that movie is so fucking bonkers that it's I like, love that movie. It's so I've, stupid. I've <laughs> never, I've never dropped acid, but watching that movie is what yeah. I envision dropping acid would feel like. Okay. Honestly, that's a lot like what it feels like to be high. <laughs> it really does. That movie is okay. a really good movie. Good to movie. know. I'll not add it to my Netflix list, but if I find oh. it anywhere. No, I mean, I can't. Like, I've never even heard of that one. 
I it's wish either, I could I think it's three. Yeah. I think it's three. Okay. Three or four. It's like, no, no, Because four, four is Leprechaun in space, and I'm not even fucking kidding. That one yeah, I, I know, and that one's that not one even. I made it through ten minutes of, and I was only sticking through because Joanna Man was in it. Right. Oh, <laughs> I love him. Pedro, uh... Yeah. Oh, shit. Pedro something junior. Pe- Pedro I, Nunez Jr. Yeah. He was Spider you know, in, uh... Leprechaun yes. in space, it spider really should have been a lot the, more wacky. Return of the really Dead. Been... Yeah, I'm still waiting for Jason to go to the hood. Uh, you know, I yeah. thought that was that Jason goes to New York. That was kind of it. No, but no, yeah, that, no, for no, thirty no, seconds. No, 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 because no, that was right. Toronto. Come on, now. Come on, Patrick. Tell Come us on, they really spy, they shot the whole thing in Toronto. That's kind of New York. Yeah, eight minutes, eight <laughs> minutes in Times Square on one corner. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're talking about that movie. No, we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about sorry, the- sorry. No, sorry, it's totally fine. It's, it's, it's You're gonna fine. have to hurt us, man, because we will talk for five yeah. minutes about Leprechaun and Jason in space before we get to the actual subject. Pretty much, yeah. Just saying. We go. Okay. We're but, like tangential cats. And it didn't occur to me that you are absolutely right that they did try to do three movies in one and they didn't do any of them particularly well. No, they really didn't. No, all of them sucked. And the thing is, I mean, the comedy would have been better. You know, had they had your urban comedy going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how it started. That, which urban is, comedy from a white Jewish man, essentially. <laughs> but since that's how it started, that was the mood that you set up. Yeah. But then they dropped it to go over this urban drama between Emily, the main girl, and her boyfriend, Rory. Jamie. Or her Rory. Jamie. Rory? You're right. You're yeah. Right. Jamie Rory is not a black relief. man's name. I'm sorry. But. I got confused because they kept referring to him by either his last name or his first name and never together and usually when he was off screen. Yeah. So I would get confused I, by a couple of the names. Uh, I don't but, even understand why his name was Rory. That well, doesn't even seem right to me. His name should have at least been like, I don't know, Chris or Adam would have well, been the more. One, Ro- the one Rory in my life is my friend from college who it, it stood for Rosemary. So maybe his name was Rosemary and that wasn't. Maybe. So, so now so, we're um, tangentially connected to Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Okay. This is what happens. Bless <laughs> your beautiful eyes. You which is totally be. the same movie as this one. I'm just saying. It's you know what? Name Frankincense. You got a kid named Rosemary. The way this down the line, movie they're, goes off tangent, it does actually may have a little more in common than uh, with Seven Brides for Seven Brothers than most urban dramas. I'm just throwing that out. Yeah, but this whole thing was – it's like she was mad at her ex-boyfriend who used to be in the gang, but now he left the gang to start his own pot-dealing business, and something happened between them that we don't know about. There was some intimation that he stole money. Yeah, but they never said it. <laughs> it was yeah, just they didn't, weird. The closest they came was was to him right before she fell through the hole, the random weak spot yeah. that they decided to build a sound a sandbox over. Uh-huh. Um, right before she of fell course. through it, she was saying, essentially, you, you took that money. And he said, yeah, and I tried to make it good. And she said, with drug money, you knew I wouldn't take it. Yeah. So apparently he stole money from her. I'm guessing from her college fund. I guess that's, that's what, what it sounded was. like, because they kind of the, the, the fortune teller lady um yeah. Was kind of like implying that the guy he she, she said the man who stole all your fortune when yes. she they, yeah. she was getting that prediction. So he took her money and ran essentially. He was a dick. I kind of wanted him to die, but no, they had to kill the best friend Lisa, who was actually kind of an I interesting know. character. She was a her. fabulous character. I loved her, and I was so pissed. Yeah, and she died lamely, and that's my problem with yeah. this movie too. Is that the horror stuff they don't do well either? And let me just talk. No, about it's horrible. horrible. The things, things that I was appreciating, the things I don't like about the original movie and most of the other sequels is the jokey kills 
and the talking in rhyme. Right. Uh, the talking in rhyme gets nerves after a while, except in the Leprechaun in Vegas. That was okay, actually Okay, well, I, I have no reference <laughs> yeah, point there. I'll take your funny. word for it. But I, is, is, I, don't, I, I get so mad at movies where you can make up for, like, Leprechaun is fucking goofy. That's kind of its M.O. It has been the weirdest. It's a weird franchise. It's not. Yeah. It never takes itself seriously. So I got to give it credit for that. It's never. Even the original one was like, what the fuck? But this movie didn't even have the campiness that no. the other movies had. And that bugged me. That's the same problem I had with that Jason Goes to New York. I always yeah. forget the real name of it. Yeah. But Good it's enough. the same issue. It's like there was nothing campy and fun about it. It was just like. Right. I mean, he literally punches people in the stomach to death. He doesn't even do anything creative. I would also like to point out, in one scene where he pulls the heart out of that gang member, yes, and he pulls mm-hmm. the heart, that guy was going to die anyway from an enlarged heart because there's no way. That, that, was, was, so yeah, right that right was a big heart. Was a, I mean, what well, Davis just goes to show you, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> even though he was a bad guy who was running a gang, he had this huge heart full of love. Exactly. That might have been. He was on the phone with his girlfriend just minutes before, and you know, because he didn't say I love her to her, but you know, he wanted to, and that's why you know, his heart was filled with the love for the girlfriend. Forget it, I got nothing. I'm pretty or, sure they got that from or, the spirit store, that prop. Maybe <laughs> he was like the Grinch, and his heart grew two sizes, and then the leprechaun ripped it out. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Either way, he was going to die anyway if he had an enlarged heart like that. That's I'm just true. saying, that was a cat's heart. I don't yeah. know what the fuck is going on with that thing, but. Yeah. So, like we said, just getting back to the main plot, like it's we're focusing on this girl, Emily, who, like we said, was in this relationship, blah, blah, blah. And now she's getting her life back together. She's working at the beauty shop, and you know, she's applied to go to college and stuff, but it is money problems because it's the hood. I'm sorry, the hood. <laughs> the hood. With an A. The hood. And not. we're meeting everybody, and like everybody around them is funny and cool and everything. It's all like all these stock characters that you see in urban movies and stuff, and it's got this nice farcical feel that I said, oh, well, if I would was, would have been okay if you're dropping the jokey kills and dropping the rhyming and making the kills more visceral mm-hmm. to balance that. But yeah. Yeah. no, it just came off lackluster. Well, they well, weren't even like, visceral. The kills were just like – you didn't even no. know. If they, if they had played it like Shaun of the Dead, right? Where in those moments where it needs to be funny, it's very, very funny. And then in moments where somebody gets killed, it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, nobody, nobody's, not... killed in, nobody's killed Shaun of the Dead as a joke. No. But the thing is, is like even the, the most creative death in this movie was the guy getting stabbed with his bong, which honestly which was is... not that creative. No, we, because he got stabbed in the stomach with it. I'm like, you going to shove that thing down his throat or something. I yes. know. I did like the fact that it did fill up with his blood. That was kind of neat. But it was just kind of one of those... That was that was like they shot their wad right there. It was all like I yeah. killed him by shoving a bong through his throat, and the rest of the thing, either the deaths happen where he just like punched someone really hard, or it was off screen. Yeah. And I was all well, like, how many shiny nickels did you guys rub together to make this fucking movie? Right. You know, well, like you know, the, please give me something to create. Always, the thing that always pisses me off, shitty movies, is that there's always always like an ambiguous stomach wound, and it's like you don't die just because somebody breached the skin over your stomach. You will die eventually, but you're not going to immediately, oh, I died to death. Well, dude, the guy that died to death, the cop that died to death because his leg got ripped off? Yeah, well, he would have bled out. You could die from that. Yeah, but not that quick. He just, like, he'll go over and die. I don't mind that he went into shock. Yeah, okay, I'll give him that. However, the the legs switched. 
True. <laughs> the leprechaun grabbed the left leg because that was the leg that got kicked with. And when it cut back to the guy later, it was his right leg that had been ripped off. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. that yeah, but then I was rubbing nipples. I really was. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you weren't entertained by sticky fingers? Uh, I remember, I, I honestly thought Sticky Genius was Watson. So did I. I thought I was wrong. It was Cedric. Yeah, because like, like that character was not, it didn't have much to do. You put uh, Sticky uh, Fingers no. in the movie and give him nothing to do. No. Right. That kind of felt oh. like every actor in this movie. Let's put him in this movie yeah. and give him something to do. I mean, even the Although I have it. to say, I did have to appreciate the opening moments of the movie, like because I did like the animated opening. I did too. That, that was, was cool. Really cool. And when you when you get to the actual action of the movie and you're watching a priest try to beat up a rainbow, I'm like, I'm on board. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I was, all I could think was that dude fucking hates the pride flag. <laughs> well, he was Catholic if he, if, with what he was wearing. So, <laughs> yeah, I, um, dude, yeah, I, I thought the opening was halfway decent. I, there was a part of me that kind of hoped that they didn't kill the the priest, reverend, whatever he was. Yeah. Because I was thinking. That yeah, would be fuck. the best fucking folk hero in the Leprechaun series either. It was a black priest. That would be amazing. <laughs> or he did And I was like, like hoping it would turn into like a, you know, Fright Night, you know, Vincent type of thing. Oh, right. You know, Peter, Peter Vincent. Vincent type of hero where they go and find the priest again. But no, that was too clever for this movie. <laughs> yeah. That would have been well, amazing. Or if he had like, I don't know. You know if he'd been like resurrected by the powers that be to for like one final climactic showdown at the end and it's undead priest versus leprechaun, that would have been pretty fucking That cool. would have been awesome. And I want to know exactly what the the fucking priest was doing with the money. They never explained it, how he ended up getting tangled with the leprechaun. It was just yeah. like I'm a it just happened. Fight. It just it just, it just you know, I was there, you were there, it just happened. You it know, just happened. We don't need time for this. I don't need unnecessary backstory. I get it. You're gonna use to open up this youth center, which is never gonna happen because whatever. And but you're beating up a rainbow, <laughs> which is fantastic. Right. That was pretty wonderful, I will say. <laughs> and that's your opening moment. So it was like, oh this, this is this is wow, this is how we're going. That rainbow. And then <laughs> I wrote down cat for some reason. Oh, because there was a cat walking next to the, the, the ruins of the youth center, and I was like, cat! Because oh, yeah. I'm a cat too. bag for the, life. The best I moment like, of the film. Right? <laughs> Kitty Meow Meow is going to cameo. Yeah. I think Kitty Meow Meow versus the leprechaun would have been pretty amazing, actually. I put my no money con- on the cat. No contest, that leprechaun would be dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, bitch, I was in Egypt, okay? My sister is the Sphinx, all right? Pretty much. <laughs> Considering how my three-pound cat can turn my knees into hamburger without even trying, yeah, I'm putting my money on the cat. Oh, yeah. My yeah. money would be on the cat versus but, the leopard. But I learned that Powerade is not Kool-Aid from this movie. Yeah, and if you hadn't dropped out of school before you learned how to read, you would have known that. Oh, uh, right. I think pretty much I drew the curtain on this film because I, I got up in the morning to watch it because I wasn't sure when we were recording today, so I'm like, I better fucking watch this movie. I'm sitting there on the table with my headphones in watching this fucking piece of shit, and... The the moment where they're like putting the four leaf clovers into the bullets, I was like, and I'm done. I am fucking done right wow, now. You got way ahead of us because in this I... movie, the way to kill him is with a four leaf clover. I don't remember how you did it in the yeah. other movies, which conveniently turn up in the weed everybody's buying. Yeah, I liked that. There just happened to be a shit ton of four leaf clovers. And by the way, no four fucking leaf clovers, way. Four leaf clovers, not Irish. No. <laughs> Donald Trump just got into trouble over this. <laughs> He put out some Irish, like, hooray, like, Trump, Irish for Trump hats with a four-leaf clover on the back, and all of Ireland was like, you're a fucking idiot. It's a shame. Right. 
<laughs> Not yeah, it was um, the four-leaf clover oh, thing. I was like, wow, oh, that's a thing. So I kind of checked out right around I then. Just, it was well, and the thing is, is if you know anything about how the pot is grown, it's not like you don't just like mow the lawn and then everything that you get in the patch bag you dump in the baggies and stuff. I know. It's kind of what they were like, like all the plants. Pretty much saying that that pot with lawn clippings. That's what they were saying. Basically, I mean, the friend was. I'm not gonna lie. I thought Jamie was he was he. We're losing you, Stacy. We're losing you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're going. Hang on. How about now? Keep talking. Is this any better? Is this any better? A little bit better. A little bit. Yeah, it's Skype. It's it's breaking up. Yeah. We'll just keep going. We'll press on. We'll press on. Uh, yeah, so this, clo- this clover in the weed before the leprechaun ever even shows up. Right. The clunkiest shadowing in history. Uh-huh. Now, here's my question. If there was clover in that weed, how the hell was he able to smoke it and not die when he got high at the beginning of the film? I don't know. Is clover that bad for you? Uh, yeah, no, apparently, according to him, yeah, they shot him with clover bullets. So. Oh, you're right. Well, he, he, well, well, he picked out all the clover. Then again, he, he bought, well, then again, he bought that gigantic bag of, you know, garbage double, bag of weed. Bag weed. He probably yeah, paid extra which, to have all the clover picked up. Which it had all the little kids, like, jumping up and down for it, which was a little disturbing. Yeah, that was a little disturbing. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna lie. I do think the scene where the leprechaun gets stoned is funny, and I like when he accidentally gets stuck in the refrigerator and then boxes himself. Yeah, I did. I did chuckle. That was moderately amusing. It was cute. You know, it served no purpose other than to, you know, it was just funny. And then, like, if the movie had been more of that, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, they set up these things and then they don't follow through with the rest of the movie. It's really annoying. And this is something that bothers me. Okay, so Emily, like they said, they're having a barbecue at the side of the uh, youth center. She falls down a hole. Eventually, she finds the magic container full of the leprechaun gold. And they're all like, oh, the four friends are like, oh, we're rich now. We'll split it. And then you see everybody going on shopping sprees, but at no point do you see anybody converting this gold I know. to currency. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't think gonna, Macy's is going to take a gold coin. Just throwing that out. So why is the leprechaun going down guy. to the pawn shop or wherever they took these coins? Right. To get his damn gold back. Well, I, I honestly don't think the leprechaun is that bright. He has never really showed much of a brain cell through, like, right. you know, six different movies. So. I don't think he thought that far in advance at all. No, but always if, he's, if he's got some attraction, I mean, he seems to be attracted to the gold. He knows where it goes. He feels where it goes. He should know that they don't have that anymore. Well, and, and if, actually, if, that keeps that, refi- if that damn magic box keeps refilling by itself anyway, who gives a shit? Well, yeah, the funny part is, is they, they've addressed that in earlier movies where he went after, like, you know, somebody pawned the gold that they found yeah. and he went after him. But we've conveniently forgotten it by the maybe he's just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I don't care. They anymore. kind of conveniently forgot a lot of the lore, but yeah. you know, not that I'm like rich in leprechaun lore, but you know. It's just Oh, what am I supposed to be? Because I'm Irish? Is that what that's yeah, so racist? Duh. Well, I'm Scottish, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's totally not the same thing. Uh, no, it's not. Actually, I have I'm actually Italian, to, the, to be honest. The Scottish actually came from Ireland. I'm sorry mm. to be the bearer of bad news. I'm actually Italian. Scotai means uh, outsider. Oh, my God. Are we learning things now? 
She she has a degree in this. I'm just saying. Been here on the screen. Power podcast. Bitch has a degree in this. She's gonna lord it over all of us. Horror gets educational. Now let's never. I just rub my history of vagina all over everything. Smells like old books. Right? That's what history just sounds like, actually. Speaking of, I really appreciated like I really appreciated like the Adobe Workshop page turns that they used for scene changes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. thought that was when I was, cheap, cheap shit. Yeah, when I was or every for this movie originally before I went and rented on Google Plus, I found some like really shitty versions on um, YouTube of it. Yes, yeah, so and when they would watch it on YouTube, who were playing along at home, I apologize. I told you to watch it there, and that copy was shitty. The aspect ratio was off, and the sound was all sped up, so I could not watch that. Well, there was one that they it showed. It was like half the you. screen, but you could like see what was going on. It was just a tiny part of the screen, and I kind of watched it, and they showed the page wipe. And I was all like, oh, fuck this. Someone, like, doctored this. This is an edit. And I was all like, I can't watch this. I better go and get, you know, the Google um, the Google version. And I went into Google Play and rented it. And then the page wipe happened. I'm all, oh, no, they're really that cheap. Okay. <laughs> Did you know? We'll go with that. Can you think they didn't spend money on a direct-to-video sequel? It just kind of like it's. It just made me laugh. I was just a, like some guy sitting at his laptop with like a copy of like a, a, you know the iPhoto or whatever yeah, going. I don't right. know. <laughs> so I sped out Adobe because I don't know anything. Sorry guys, I don't know. Movie Using maker. iLife. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even have a Mac, so I don't know. I'm making shit up. Movie died for me. Mm-hmm. Where I realized that we are without hope. <laughs> That this credits. is going down a very bad road. Is the scene later on in the beauty shop where Emily, on her last day, has to give a rub down to the annoying fat woman? Oh my god! Yeah, because you set up something funny. You're setting up something really big that's going to happen to that woman, and I don't mean that because she's large, right? Because um, she's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And she had, right one, she had one of my favorite lines of the movie. Come start rubbing me before I cool down. Yeah. Great line. That kind of, oh, that upset me. <laughs> that upset me. So Emily went to go get the coconut, like the Malibu, whatever it was, the, the, the tropical paradise oil for this woman for the rub down because she was so big she ran out of oil. Mm-hmm. Fat joke. Ha ha. Fat joke. Hilarious. Uh, hilarious. So fat one. people are hilarious. Are. And then she farted because fat people are gross, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the leprechaun comes in and is giving her a rub down instead. And then Emily walks in. And I'm like, oh, shit's going to go happen. And he just kind of lightly strangles her from behind, like hands not he's even. Stra- he's yeah. now back in the quickest way possible. The most they they set up for her to be so obnoxious. She thinks she's going to get like this at least hilarious, crazy death because she's naked on a massage table, moaning like a, a humpback whale, essentially. Like a and- that's a conversation and, and that they don't know we had. That's <laughs> how it worked. And then, and then it's just kind of like, then it's like, oh, and I snapped your neck. I'm like, that's it. That's, that's fucking it. Exactly what I said. I went, you just cheaped out of a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the weird part, too, was she was the one character. She had nothing to do with the gold. So why did the leprechaun kill her? Yeah. Go after any other just like too. random bystanders. Uh-huh. So why the fuck did he target her? Because gave no shits. That's why. Yeah, much. <laughs> no, but the thing is, this scene also gave me some time to, since we have a long time with him giving her a rub down, to admire that the leprechaun's makeup is damn good in this movie. Mm-hmm. They took it. A it's dark like makeup. shamefully it's, good. I mean, it's really <laughs> expressive. It looks horrible. Like his feet look amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look disgusting. 
And I noticed at this point, I'm like, okay, they, they toned down his outfit a lot. Like in other movies, it's a lot of brighter colors, more cartoony. This was like a darker, scary well, leprechaun. So yeah, he's setting he's up like, visually something that you're not going to follow through with. Right. He's like visually, he's like the leprechaun meets like the pretty dreadful incarnation of Jackson Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. With the top hat and the, the gray coat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like they spent, they clearly spent all the money on the makeup and the costume, but they didn't have Davis, money yeah. for the fucking yeah. pills, you know? Yeah. It's just like it was thing, like we were saying, where like the actors were way too good for this movie. It was the same thing, uh-huh. where it's like makeup artist was way too good for the movie. Yeah. It's- well, and the makeup artist, I don't remember who it is off the top of my head, but it is a name that I've seen before. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's somebody from K and B, but it's somebody of that caliber. I don't remember either, but I do remember recognizing the name. But at this time, I was like, look at those nails. Those those are some business nails that he yeah. has. You could do some major mm-hmm. damage with these nails. One of the things that annoys me when you have a character like this that has biological weapons, why are they mm-hmm. using other things? Exactly. But yeah. then yeah. they didn't use the nails. Just. Uh, whatever it was stupid, but however, when she stuck when when our girl Emily put the uh, the 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 electric trimmer in his eye socket, I was like, hey, that was cool. Okay, that was good. I will give them credit for that. That was actually a really cool moment. But it was like there could have been so many other cool moments. I mean, that they just didn't follow through on. And I don't know if it yeah, was a budget yeah. thing or just the fucking screenwriter had no clue how to write a horror film. I think didn't it was that. Hey, I really well, do. And there is one thing, too, that I have to address. Um, so the scene where she jams the, the trimmer into his eye and there's the green blood going everywhere, and then his eyeball falls out. Why the fuck is the back of the eyeball red? Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Good question. Okay, are you like also an expert? Is your vagina also an expert on leprechaun biology? It probably yeah, is, to be yeah, honest. Don't, don't, don't challenge her. Okay. What do you think I do with my spare time? I don't know. She puts leprechauns in her vagina. I mean, I what else do you do? Oh, okay. uh, my hoo ha, and I learn via osmosis. We're getting well. The good part is, at least leprechauns are better looking than the ones in the movie. Presumably, <laughs> I should, I should, I hope so. We're it's going to be like the leprechauns from American Gods, not a leprechauns from the leprechaun horror film franchise. <laughs> right. Those leprechauns were hot and tall. <laughs> Just saying. Well, and the other thing, okay, the other thing too. How did they met, pass up an opportunity to make a shining joke when he kicks in the doors? I don't know. I mean, because I know this thing sucks. Is- that's how. because yeah, nobody <laughs> well, was thinking. Because and that's the thing too. Where since we're at that scene, like Lisa spends her money to buy herself a new car because mm-hmm. her yeah. car broke down earlier in the movie. It's a big thing. Now she can't get to college. And she's sad. But now, now she's got a great new car. Now, if you follow horror movie logic, her comeuppance will have to have something to do with that car. Right. Yeah. But no. But it they does. just they didn't even show her death. They just kind of like showed him lunge for her and she made a face and that was it. Yeah. And he's that was like it. Splat. I'm like, oh, he finally used the nails to kill somebody. But you didn't see it. And this is a major character who is extremely likable. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I should have been gutted like she was gutted. But I, right. Yeah, she, I they should have made it more dramatic, or at least well, more. Well, and the the position she was in, she was so out of character the way she died. Like the impression you get from her is that like this is a scrappy, resourceful girl. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's not gonna run into the bathroom and cower. She's gonna fight her way out, and she's probably the kind of girl who'd be like, "I got to get out of this fucking house." Yeah. 
So the idea of her whimpering in the bathroom, trying repeatedly to call her friend Emily, what the fuck Emily was going to do for Instead her, I don't the know. Police. And I also said, okay, well, maybe because it's the hood. They're not right. going to Right, there's the instinctive distrust of... I let it that go. That I can understand, but just, her not trying to make an escape no, is no. what I can get. Hitting or him upside the, the head shit out like, of it. Yeah, hit him upside the head with the back of the toilet tank or something like that. Like... I refuse to believe that she's not going to go down swinging. And then when her friends find yeah. her again, they don't call the police. Mm-mm. They're just kind of staring off blood. You so don't even see her. You they see all the sat around the, the living room. Floor. They all sat around the living room, and the rest of the movie that Lisa is still rotting in the bathroom. Right. I know. What's even funnier is just like how everyone just kind of was like, oh, shocking. Oh, I can't believe Lisa's dead. Well, okay, let's move on with the rest of the film. It was like right. nobody complaining about our relationship problems. Yeah, and I, I fucking hated Rory. I hated him. I absolutely yeah, I hated too. him. I was pissed off he survived. I was, like, really mad. I was just like... Hey, not he, only he did he survive, but he was still able to, to coach basketball after being stabbed in the kneecap with a baseball bat. Uh, that was <laughs> well, well, no, no that was the other nice guy. Boy. No, but uh, the leprechaun fucked his leg up, too. Yeah. Uh, but that, okay, that was another thing I caught was, you know, they fucked his leg up, and they're on the roof of that building in the big climax, and they even made a point of him trying to get up to save Emily, and he falls because his leg is fucked up. Uh-huh. Well, how the hell is he standing to embrace right. her at the end of the goddamn movie? He's just standing there with no problems, just and I'm all like, he's not even wobbling her on one foot. He's just right. like, they made it so obvious that he couldn't stand, and I was just like, and then how is he able to ride his motorcycle at the very end of that movie with a <laughs> fucked up leg? How do you do that? No! Pretty sure California is a helmet uh, required state, so... I, I have it. This movie has flaws! Yeah, I, well, I think that flaws. maybe because they kill the leprechaun, then all the wounds go away. I got nothing. I guess. I don't know. I don't if know. that was the choice, I was all like, they should bring at least Lisa back. Right? <laughs> Just like everyone... Yeah, the other people can stay dead, but bring Lisa back. Right. <laughs> Movies, and they like the brought day. him back to life when when the wish when the genie when the genie died, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's like or like uh, at uh, Ghoulies when all yes. his friends came back to life at the end of it. Um, yeah, same thing. Uh, I would have liked that. Uh, I also want to know like how the fuck did the leprechaun kill the psychic lady? Like she just I know. Or about him, and then she started to scream, and then they cut her eye. Like what the fuck? Again, like again, the they set up a great scene. I liked the character of the psychic lady. She was cool. I did too. And I liked she it not only that she was, yeah, that, that on top of it, she's a witch and she can summon all these powers and stuff. That was a cool showdown thing happening. And then you cut and don't give us the end yeah, of the showdown. She should have been more involved in the actual defeating of him. Like, she should have been there for the climactic battle. Yeah. I, I like to believe that halfway into that battle while she's screaming. She essentially just went, ah, fuck this shit, go, just go, I got other things to do. I really think she survived and just was all kill him, I don't care. Like, I, summon, I summon my blue ball thing, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Uh, you know what, just go, go, I'm done with you. Know, you. I, tried. <laughs> I tried, I tried. However, I will say that actress has the coolest fucking name. Her name is Donzelie Abernathy, and that is her That's actual name. Actually, she's actually the daughter of one of the co-founders of the civil rights movement in the sixties. That's oh. pretty cool. Well, I'm kind of sad she was in a shitburb of film, actually. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes me sad. She chose. <laughs> she chose poorly. She chose poorly. <laughs> I think it all sounded good on paper. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, there may have been like an amazing script, and then they, I mean, I, I, yeah, no, it wasn't an amazing script. Like, there may have been an entertaining no. script, and they just cut, you know, all of the inter- interesting shit out. It's like, ma'am, ma'am, we want you to be in a black exploitation film about a leprechaun that kills a bunch of black people. It's written by Jewish dudes. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> I really written. don't know if Jewish dudes wrote this, but it just kind of felt like that out of touch that it, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it did kind of feel like that one guy, that one guy named Marcos, which is like a Spanish name, but the guy was totally like a Jewish a white lawyer. dude. Yeah, the guy With who the came worst by- fucking wig I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, I yeah, really hope too. it was a wig. I pray to God that was a wig. I feel like it's that like guy wrote for this movie. So. so one thing um, I will give this movie, however, I do like that no magical white person came and saved them at the end. No. Yeah, um, me too. I do like that the cops were shown to be assholes because, well, look at the current political climate. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I thought that was I good. Do like, I do like that they didn't try to do some, like, over-the-top making fun of traditional African names. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I actually am very shocked they didn't do that. I am too. Um, I, I do think they could have made a different decision other than Rory, but I also knew a kid with a, who was Hispanic, super Hispanic, and had a German name. So It happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, mom mom read a book, and she liked the name Rory. But I do like that they, they weren't, like, trying to make fun of, you know, black people names are crazy, aren't they? Yes. Like, I'm glad they avoided that. Well, the one, I will thing. say one thing is that... At the fact that it did feel very explo- uh, exploitation, it never went into the stereotypical racist realm in that once. And I got to give the film credit for that. Yeah. That even though it did feel completely out of touch, and it was, it never went to that point where you were like, oh, for God's sakes, this is like, I never like hung my head in shame and went, this is fucking offensive. No, right. No. It, it didn't offend the white girl, so that's good. It skirted, like, right, right on the edge of a few things. Thank God Thank it God didn't offend the white girl. I know, right? The white people. Sweet Jesus, but. I'm uncomfortable with you making fun of people that don't look like me. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I'm going to go drink my latte now. Yeah, my. <laughs> Abra back to the latte. Um, Fuck you guys. I'm drinking my latte right now. You touched on something for me that I had forgotten all about because my notes are really scant for this. God, can you imagine? But one of the things I did appreciate was the score. It had a really lush orchestral score. Yeah, it did, actually. Given the setting, another lesser, even lesser movie, even lesser movie than this was, would have had this pseudo, you know, rap, urban-y sounding Right. Score. It did. Trying to, to channel like You're gonna a, have like a Casio uh, keyboard in the background. Yeah. Like clumps, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at like, a um, Jackson movie. It, it's like the um the God, what was it? The last Friday the Thirteenth was it? Jason goes to hell. I mean, even Jason go to hell had like that horrible Casio keyboard soundtrack. At least this one, like they spent money on the like having an orchestra. Yeah, you know? it was which actually, made me wonder yeah, if they just recycled a... it from the other movies because I don't know them That's well. My enough. guess, honestly, that's my guess. But, but it still, was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was it, it, the 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 score was great. I loved the score. I wrote. Yeah, I, did, I, uh, I did write you know, that in the margin here. I just couldn't read my handwriting. It was one of the one, one of the time. you know redeeming qualities of this shit burger. You know so. It was a pretty score. Um, it actually, in parts, reminded me of the score dot spirit, the like pipes and. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it made sense in my head. Sometimes things come uh-huh. out when I'm not paying oh, attention. You lost me at pipes. I don't know. There was a lot of pipes. A lot. Well, there was, there was pot in this movie, so there was a lot of pipes. But. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I, I don't even know. <laughs> the thing is, the what whole box of a white girl and you make a movie that I not relate to, okay? <laughs> the white girl is not relating to a movie. I'm not relating. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. It's not about me. <laughs> oh. And the thing is, it kills me too, is that after a certain point of the movie, it just dies. Like the climax yeah. of the movie is just like, bleh. Yeah, yeah you just took it there. There's well, no it, sense it, of it, urgency. I don't. Long. Sorry, we're all talking at the same time. There's no sense sorry. of urgency. <laughs> I never feel like anybody's particularly that concerned about anything that's happening. Nobody well, seems to care that they're all going to die. <laughs> that's what it just well, seems like. It, you know, you need it, like, obviously, we're still with a climax, argue about you need, our like... relationship problems in the final right. room. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Nobody cares. Instead of, it, instead of it being, like, you know, you need the sharp incline, the peak, and the dramatic drop-off, instead it's, like, somebody squeezing a tube of toothpaste, and the toothpaste is just sort of, Yeah, it hit this plateau, and it just fizzled. And the thing is, the other thing that I wanted to say that I thought was interesting, because there's two cops in this. There's a black cop and a white cop. It was the black cop who was getting violent with everybody, mm-hmm. not the white cop. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of cool that they didn't go over that the white stereotype, but then again, right. they the white guy, the nice guy. I don't know how I feel about it. The white man is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> the white man's now, how does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> I'm, not like, sure, I'm, not sure I'm not sure. I'm not sure that my race is uncomfortable. I know this movie's not about my people, but I'm not sure that my people are being portrayed in the best possible light like they are in every other movie that's ever been made. He's being thrust into this whole situation by Big Top Bear. <laughs> so it's his fault. So send a stern letter to him, people. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank All you. his fault. And let's talk. And in the- he could have done Leprechaun in Vegas, but no. <laughs> I love it. I just, I love too that not only did this movie get made, but this movie is a sequel. I know. Yeah, it's a it's sequel just, to a sequel. I, I was like, it's so, it's just so fucking like, like <laughs> I'm trying to envision that board meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> the conversations going on with the producers. Uh, Pretty much. I want to do another one in this series, but like we want to keep it separate from the regular kind, like the leprechaun right. movies. Like it really it's, made me wonder how popular the leprechaun franchise was. <laughs> I mean, so here's what like, I want, you know, guys. I want, I want to know the demographics. I want and I, I want to print out the demographics of this film and of the of this I, I, franchise I, I, and show them to I me. You, I want you guys to make the exact same movie that we just made, but make sure that there's a number instead of a word in the title. And I don't think the I don't think the word the that's what ethnic people say, right? 
Can you misspell please that? Please be not. Yeah, Can that's we have this title be ethnic, please? Our focus group, our focus group doesn't like that in de- that definite article at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not testing well. Oh my! I've got yeah. There, I have questions. I have fewer questions and more angry accusations and pointed silence. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess that's more of an accurate description of so how I, I don't have that. a lot of questions because, again, they set up that the clover is the way to defeat the leprechaun. And then Patley yes. didn't keep that as the rule. No, not at all. No, they, well, they cemented him to death. <laughs> that's the thing that, that pisses like, – like, you can have a shitty horror movie, right? There are many shitty horror movies that I enjoy. I own Ghoulies 4, and Cindy has yet to forgive me for making her watch I it. really still haven't forgiven you for that. Yeah, I'll suck it up. But and then again, I like the popcorn movie. I mean, I like the waxwork movie, so, I mean, there you go. True. That's true. The second movie, which was just a, a, a oh. series of loosely strung together yes. vignettes. And I love that fucking movie because it's ridiculous. And <laughs> really shitty wigs. Oh, it's all. But it's like you, you've got to follow the, 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 the rules of your own like mythology yeah, you, you know? yeah. Ah. and if you're not going to follow that rules explain to me why yeah why does she yeah and the the thing is like the ch- uh, when emily's being chased to the building in the big final chase i was on board i'm like this is kind of exciting she's cornered in that elevator yeah mm-hmm. that mysteriously still works yeah, mysteriously still works, but I'm okay with that because it's horror movie logic. That's fine. Sure, of course, but of course. He, it's, it's got, it's a freight elevator, so it's got slats instead of a door. And you see him break through the slats, but then the elevator goes down and she gets to safety and she looks up and he's looking down at her and the slats are back in place. I'm like, you, oh, in yeah. the final I noticed that. of the movie. Come on right. now. <laughs> It's the only thing that saved that, this movie for me was, and, and like kept me from like wanting to just bash my head into a wall over it was the girl who played Emily was so charming. And yeah. was on Felicity. And, and, and great that I just like, I liked the movie for her because I was rooting for her through the whole damn movie. Yeah. Me too. I was rooting I really for her liked, movie to get better for her. She and was, she was a likable character. Yeah. And I, I, I liked it because, you know, she's obviously like our ingenue, but she's not tiresome like ingenue so frequently fucking She was kind of tough and, and, and she was, you know, funky, she was and I sweet. That. She was sweet without being cloying, yes. and she never mm-hmm. wandered into saccharine territory. No. Like, you gave a shit about her. She was just a quiet, dignified person who was trying to better her situation. Yeah, Unfortunately, she's like trying it. to better it in the middle of a fucking leprechaun movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was her downfall. Yeah, and <laughs> pretty pretty she set up a perfectly good ending. Where he, she threw the gold in that furnace, and he went in afterwards. I said, ah, actually, if you're going to break the rules, that makes sense. Destroy the sure, gold. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah, which I thought it was going to end there, and I liked that idea. But no, they had to have fucking Rory be the hero, and he's such a dick, and I hate him. Right. Why? I'm hanging off the side of the building by my one little finger. Uh, and, of course, every I time I see think- a shot like that, I think of postcards from the edge where Mel Streep's like hanging. Just- right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was oh, the gayest thing you said the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't heard the first. Hi, Smoochie. Smoochie can't <laughs> say hi. Smoochie's angry with of... me. Paying no attention to her. You're on the phone with other girls, aren't you? Exactly. Tell Smoochie to suck it up. There's other. Who are you talking to? Hey, Liam. My cats are ignoring me. They're like, oh, she's yelling into at the box again. Whatever. Yeah, mine are too. Dunwich is asleep. I don't even know where the hell Salem and Cat are. And then the fact that. <laughs> Normally in a cheap horror movie like this, you'll have that one, oh, ho, ho, it's not overshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't even give you that. They gave you a little drawing in the corner of the, oh, oh, ho, it's not overshot. Yeah, it oh, was like they, they ran out of budget. 
and had to contact their artist friend to do something. It's like probably yeah, and the, at the yeah they they went to back to the, the pages of the book and in the corner you just see a little illustration of oh uh, yeah 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 uh, hand yeah, popping out of right, the up, right. instead of the you actual. Know. They didn't even fix it in post. They're like, we're not going to go back and reshoot anything. It's like they just kind of showed the storyboards going, well, this would have happened, but we ran out of budget. Oh, shit. Just shoot the storyboard. Just shoot the storyboard. It's good. (laughs) You know, you fucking know that animation was like some poor, dumb animation student at like Caltech or something like that got roped into donating their time because yeah, it was, it was some poor Cal art student going, this is going to make me big. It's good exposure. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not getting paid for it, but they said, you know, it's good exposure because they had so many people are going to see this movie and they, you know, that they didn't get paid. Oh for yeah. It. And the funny part is, is the animation it. was actually really good. Yeah. And, delightful. and that I really liked it. I mean, like the whole movie should have just been that. Yes. Yeah. I think it was a cartoon. I would have been more forgiving of it. However, again, the history coming out. I am a little uh, white people. Yeah. (laughs) I I am a little like so. uh, If this is two thousand years ago, why are they dressed like it's the nineteenth century? Did yeah, I kind of wondered that myself. Leprechauns are fashion forward. Leprechauns were all dressed in like typical, um, like I would say, Regency clothing. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally like Regency, that turn of that turn of uh, that century, particular. Well, yeah, and like, were you there? Were you there? Were you there? Of, I was a costume history major. You can suck it. <laughs> one of the one of the illustrated leprechauns has a bowler hat on. It's nice to know those were there two thousand years ago. Uh-huh. Yes, he was the cute little leprechaun. I liked bowler hat leprechaun actually. Dude, I kind of wanted to go, go out or not. I Do think you go that out or not. What Sorry, your dog? No, my Sorry, cat. she's having a cat issue. I thought she was asking you out for a date all of a sudden. I thought you were talking to me. I was all like, were, yeah, I thought I was talking to the leprechaun. cute leprechaun in the bowler hat if he wanted to go out. I, I would totally go take him out. I kind of wished in a way that the movie would have been about like Warwick Davis leprechaun and bowler hat leprechaun a battle to the death. Sure. I wanted against it to the be and, and the Against zombie, the priest and the, and the witch. <laughs> I wanted it to be about the leprechaun then going over and banging uh, dead Watson's girlfriend. <laughs> I would have. Okay. I, I was. I was kind of hoping that the conversation where he's on the phone with the leprechaun is on the phone with Dead Watson's girlfriend, and she's asking him all these questions of what you look mm-hmm. like. That that he she wouldn't have been like, well, why don't you come over? Because that would have been amazing if the leprechaun scored. Yeah, I actually would have enjoyed the I movie more to, if that I happened. Him to be like, you know what, kids. This one's on me. You guys can keep the gold. I'm getting laid. See you next I time. think it would have been great is like right after that, they would have just cut to a scene with the girlfriend and the leprechaun in bed smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden it goes to like 70s porn music and suddenly yeah. it's like some weird fucking art film where you're showing like like way too much for this to be just like a regular R-rated movie. It's so <laughs> well, I could have just weird. done the whole thing animated. That's like the animated sequence kicks back in again. <laughs> But it's so uh, you know goddamn what? weird just, you have to keep watching it. You just said something <laughs> that clicked in my head. Uh-oh. Why things didn't work. Because this did occur to me. I was like, wow, this the kills are so boring. Is this PG-13? And I said, no, not with this language. Right. You made an R-rated movie with PG-13 special effects. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. There was, no, there was no nudity. You didn't see tits anywhere. No, it was like, it was You it did was see weird. You did see Skanky Girlfriend totally grabbing Rory's dick, though, which I appreciated. Oh, yeah, I did yeah, see did. that. He totally cut his package. Speaking okay. of her, you set up a great 
bitch villainous character and give her nothing to do. Right. I did than- love the moment where she pulled the shotgun out and shot him. Yeah, that made okay, me that laugh was, my ass off. That was pretty awesome. But the worst you could do to her is rip out her tooth. Because I'm like, like really? ripped off her jaw. Right. I, I didn't even notice that. All I saw was him taking the tooth and putting it back, and I was like, that was it. Well, that's because they didn't show it. It was yeah, after it was the fact. Scene. It was after the fact. When they come uh, back saw to him, him, he throws down the, the jawbone, which for jawbone, some reason yeah. has Dude, no I totally – I must have just I left my body at some it's point. It's got no skin on it because Because I don't right. even remember that part. It didn't make That was sense. disappointing. It was yeah. disappointing. But again, now you went back to that logic of what you did with the gold determines how you die. Well, yeah, yeah. Not there for the yeah, rest. That was of the like movie. the only thing they did was that was the only moment they did with you know how you die. Everything else was just like I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. I mean, that's what it felt right, like. Yeah, I'm gonna stab you in the stomach with a bong. I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. I'm gonna do something to you off screen. What happened? I'm gonna pull out your extremely large heart. You know, it's like and hold it up so that your weirdly homoerotic uh, bro can weep brokenly over your body that was a little weird like i was getting uncomfortable that just like the camera lingered on him for way too long yeah. as he cried over him. like oh man yeah. oh god I i'm think, like i think should cedric, this be in a relationship think, we were supposed to be invested in i think so i think cedric was quietly in love with watson all these they years. were I think, more upset yeah. over that than they were about lisa mm-hmm. yeah they were which is ridiculous because lisa was the was 10 times more interesting oh, and not yeah. 10, 10 times more interesting what a sweetheart of a character and just a funky actress too like, mm-hmm. i love her screen the two of them together had a great her and emily had a great reply i totally buy them as friends well and, and that's I a thing too. in horror movies like if i don't buy you as a group of friends i'm not buying your movie and so when you get that i'm on board and then, I honestly think they should have killed off Rory, kept Lisa alive, and it should have been Lisa, Rory, and I always forget the other guy's name. Uh, uh, this uh, Jamie. 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 It should have been those three against the Leprechaun and just fucking kill Rory because he was – for me, he was irredeemable. He took her money. It's, I, I got the impression that he cheated on her and all this shit, and I'm like, you are dead to me. Like, <laughs> the whole movie, I had no yeah. feelings for him. No, And no. then yeah, he lied to her again, asshole. like, three fucking times in the movie, and uh-huh. puts her at risk without even thinking about it. And I'm like, and you want to stay with this asshole? Fuck you! Well, and not only that, he stole from her twice! Yes. And she keeps coming back! I, it just was all, you deserve him now, at this point. I was getting so angry, like... Right. Well, and yeah, back to, and back to Lisa, what I liked, too, was that Neither Emily nor Lisa are, like, sort of the traditional, boring, good-looking that you'd get in most of these movies. They're both pretty, but they're both pretty in a kind of unusual way. Yeah, they weren't they weren't Hollywood pretty. No. They were normal pretty. Yeah. yeah and they I, were I person, really, people that you know pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I liked that. And they felt you know, real. Then they they felt like real women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me. 90s fashion and all. They felt like real women. <laughs> Which, yeah. Which is sad because this movie came out in 2003. Yes, I, I know, but there was there, it was very 90s feeling to it me. Was it was 12 years yeah. in the making. Right. <laughs> I actually started making it before the original Leprechaun movie and the original Hood movie. <laughs> <laughs> we went through time. It's like Leprechaun, a dance through time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which when actually should be the Leprechaun. Oh God! Yeah, it's a. It, it, this movie had flaws. Uh, a few. few. Quite a there few. There were some flaws. There were some flaws. Some flaws. I had issues with this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a high point of the movie at least? 
I think for mm. me it was probably when the leprechaun hotboxed himself in the refrigerator and was giggling. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I'd have to say uh, it was the um, moment when he was on the phone with the girlfriend. That actually made me Yeah, chuckle. yeah, that was cute. That too. part made me, like, because it, it, it was like, like I said, this movie was schizophrenic. I couldn't figure out exactly what tone it wanted to be. But mm-hmm. once, like, the leprechaun showed up, it just went, like, all-out comedy, but it was like the only one who knew it was a comedy was Warwick Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like everyone, yeah. people forgot to tell the rest of the cast that this is supposed to get campy now. Uh, right. But that moment killed me where he was all like, well, I well, I have red hair. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to be, I like long walks on the beach. I you know? before, but I, I make up for other places. And then I was expecting him, like, and did you notice his accent was kind of gone that entire scene? Yeah, <laughs> like, had, it kind of came and went. One thing I always forget about Warwick Davies, though, I always forget how well-spoken he is. Mm. Like, he enunciates. There's something about his enunciation that's very crisp. Yeah. And I always tend to forget that for some reason. So every time he talks, I'm always like, oh, he's so well-spoken. And it's like, yeah, you've only seen him in movies your whole fucking life, moron. Why are you only remembering it now at 40? He's got a very distinct voice. And, you know, like I said, I actually have been a fan of this man since Willow. You know? So. I've been so, I mean, since Return of the Fucking Jedi when he was Warwick. Even when he, like, you know, did, you know, he does the fucking Wicked. Leprechaun movies. And they're Wicked. awful. They're, the reason I watch them is for him, you know? Yeah. Well, he's I mean, got limited roles that he can play, bless yeah. you. Yeah, but he's still, well, like, entertaining. Say, yeah, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make him any less of an actor, and he does. And he's very charming, and, yeah. you know, he's, he's good. He's a good actor, you know? Yeah, and, and I have to say, like, Super commendable that he managed to find a role like this that he's been able to turn into such a franchise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there hasn't been one. I mean, they, they did one a couple of years ago, but it was a different actor. Yeah. But, you and know. And I won't and, watch and, it, motherfuckers. Right. And he's he's never come <laughs> across. Girls got standards. Yeah, sorry. Oh, like yeah. A, they're fucking low, but they're there. He's not like <laughs> a, a Kevin Bacon who, you know, uh, that's, that movie was in my past and I don't want to talk about it. You know, like, he obviously appreciates his fans. He knows exactly what he's making. and He I embraces if, what he does. Yeah, and I think if they took it, like, if they just picked, because if they, if they went with, like, the sort of, like, later movies, Chucky, like, super gory, over-the-top death, yeah. walk-a-walk-a punchline, I really do think that this would, would become a little bit more mainstream. I think so, too. Yeah, it's just the Leprechaun movies was never quite sure what the hell it wanted to be. Right. And it didn't do like, either half particularly it no, never really no. committed like the only one i felt it committed to was the fucking vegas one that was the only one yeah. where i was oh, God. Like, yeah. right the vegas one was great so fine we'll get bananas. together next st patrick's day and watch that Wait, we're Shut gonna you're gonna I'll watch this movie you and you're going to say this was a piece of shit too but at least it was a piece of shit that committed that was entertaining <laughs> and committed it was a yes. piece of shit with style exactly the thing that's missing with all of these for me is something like something in the last reel where the leprechaun just becomes something else like where you see him without his cute little mask on so to speak mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. becomes something truly monstrous like when well, he's serious yeah. like he's the like character is always at the same pitch and that's not work mm-hmm. david work davis is fault. No, it's, it's, just the way it's fault. written it's just the way they always are it's just oh and we were, oh and they got away again oh and they got away again and, oh, and he never gets mad well, yeah. they were kind of hinting at that when the witch and him were battling, yeah. but they never and, went anywhere. It was well, just it like, oh, his eyes are red. Okay, we're done. Somewhere. The camera went out into the street, so you didn't see what happened. Right. <laughs> well, and, and if you think about it, if they took it like from like a like Pennywise the Dancing Clown perspective, 
where maybe he is more and the leprechaun is just the face that he wears yeah. to interact with people, you know, and because they keep talking about how he's a, he's a forest spirit. He came from the earth. And it, so how to jump into that? Maybe he gets angry and his features start to dissolve because he's not holding on to that shape or something like that. Sure. It would have been more interesting. It would have made yeah. the character more threatening. You know, right. at least, I mean, even, no matter how campy the horror films get, a lot of the movies that even, you know, like, especially like Nightmare on Elm Street and the, the Friday 13th franchise, they were fucking campy, but there was always that little bit of scariness that the villain had that at least made you feel like there was some, you know, stakes, you know, yeah. not so much. Yeah, it, it, that I think what made those movies a little better than the Leprechaun franchise because the Leprechaun franchise always had that kind of like, oh, ha ha, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, this is kind of funny. I mean, even the fucking Chucky movies had that little bit of scariness to them, despite the fact that it was a goddamn possessed doll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and Leprechaun never had that. And it was always, they always treated that character like a joke and it was never a scary character. Yeah. And yeah. needed that just little bit of, oh, wow, that thing is pretty fucking scary, you know, yeah. well, Part of it, too, I mean, you know, you show me Chucky, and I'm a little bit afraid of Chucky, you know what I mean? Because I saw the original uh, uh, yeah. and they were terrifying to 10-year-old me when I saw them. So, oh, yeah, so and the first I know was that, actually pretty scary, you know, when you yeah, get down to I know, it. It's pretty I creepy. Know he's capable of, basically. But if you ask mm-hmm. me to list a, 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 like, memorable kill in a Leprechaun movie, I got fucking nothing. I got the one from Vegas where the woman's ass blows up. Oh That's God. really yeah. the one I remember is the uh, this old man. He plays one. I do pogo on your lung. Oh yeah, with the pogo stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that. A joke- was that the first one? Yeah, but that's a jokey shit. I hate. Yeah. Because that gets really old again, really fast, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, and again, in the original Child's Play, like he, you know, he had he made like occasional stupid jokes, but. Chucky Charles Lee Ray was fucking scary. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, like, he was a horrible person. Right. And, you know, and Brad Dourif is an, an excellent actor, but Warwick Davis is also an excellent actor. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. if they had given him that same, like, he needed more nasty. Yes. Oh, yeah. what it is. He needed, he needed he less whimsy and more nasty to play with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all strictly a script writer's fault. That's not the actor's yeah. fault. Oh, and no, the director's absolutely, fault. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and the director's fault, Editing too. I mean, that's, that's definitely it's, not Warwick's deal. I mean, he made chicken yeah, salad out of chicken shit for seven movies when you get down to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like, yeah. yeah and, and again, like I said, we had said earlier, they dropped so much of the jokey tone of the leprechaun for this movie that this was the movie to do it in. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, that's what I was expecting. And whoopee cushions. I was expecting it to be super full-out campy, because I was thinking, well, even if it's not scary, and I don't expect it to be, at least it will be kind of campy, mm-hmm. and I can kind of, like, I can I can deal with a shitty horror film if it's campy, because it makes me laugh, and I'm like, at least well, that was yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I mean, we watched some, at least entertain me. Yeah, I mean, we watched some pretty big, horrible pieces of crap on Creepy Kitsch, but we were yeah, entertained yes, we by have. them, because well, they yeah, were so I mean, silly. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. So a Jesus Christ weird. vampire hunter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I watch only the highest quality things on my show. Well, we've got some recommendations for you. I can a list, but I mean, it just didn't even commit to like the silliness, and it was mm-hmm. like it. It didn't know what it wanted to be, and it was like why it. It, it was the the worst. 
like thing I think a horror movie could ever be is boring and unmemorable. Yeah. And yeah. That's what this movie was. The word yeah. I kept writing down over and over and circling in my notes that I'm looking at it right now. Lackluster. Yeah. yeah. Mediocre. 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 Yeah. Like, I mean, Unmemorable. there are some horror movies. So, like, for example, I finally watched It Follows, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a bit behind the curve I haven't seen it yet, and I need to see it so bad. I sat spoiler, down and I watched spoiler, it. Spoiler. I'm plugging my ears. It plug follows. Plug my ears. It plug follows. my ears. You're going to spoil. <laughs> but, like, like the, the whole time I'm watching that, like, my jaw is dropping, and I can't look away from my phone. And that's an, an impressive feat, because I'm usually somebody who's fiddling with something You're while I'm watching those. TV. Uh-huh. Okay. I am. Like, I'm knitting, I'm crocheting, I'm, I'm doing... I'm like that, too, a lot of the time. Cross-stitch, whatever. Like being sure, huh? She's uh, going yeah, to Disney. Totally, totally, yeah. Uh, strumming the magic banjo. And, uh, knitting and on the phone. <laughs> clit She's the best multitasker, I swear to God. I am. <laughs> Anyway, so knit like, one but, flick two, knit one yep. flick two. <laughs> yeah, how do you do it? How do you think I know so much about leprechauns? But so uh, it was bowler hat guy. It was the bowler dude, hat leprechaun dude, that that's did. That's a good. That's a good euphemism. Playing with me, lucky charms. I'm gonna have to pause for a second. Hold on. I like playing with me, lucky charms. I, think I like that. Good. They're always after me, lucky charms. Oh, <laughs> four lucky charms jokes in this movie. Four. I'm going to. Yeah. No lucky charms jokes yeah, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, one person called of them. them a lucky lucky charms motherfucker or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's not that's pathetic. But three <laughs> different characters called him that. Yeah. And there's so much more you could have done with it. But yeah. the thing Weak. So, so like with not even trying. Yeah. Please, so like sorry. with with it, it follows, you know, I'm watching that oh, and I'm really like invested in it. I'm not looking away from the screen. I'm watching this and I was repairing shoes the whole time. So like I'm, yeah. I, that's it was funny. too boring it's to, great to shoes to repair shoes while watching. Really? Well, then look at that. Have I got news I mean, for that's you? That's awesome that you're watching a movie about you know magical elf creatures doing a magical elf task. That is racist. I know. I was, <laughs> I was honestly, I kept thinking of like they the, can the, have the, any other careers. They're not confined to just shoemaking. Well, I'm just that's, saying you were doing true. There's one of many there's magical elf tasks. There's a wide, okay. there's a wide that world of really, making. Really entitled. Yeah. You know yeah. what? A white chick, and you I, made me watch a movie that I couldn't relate to. <laughs> All elves' lives matter, Patrick. All elves' lives matter, Patrick. <laughs> All elves are important. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm, you know, except for he can go keep, fuck himself, right? Totally. <laughs> except I it couldn't keep, so it couldn't keep my attention. You know what I mean? No, so no, I was struggling. Mediocre. Yeah, I totally too. Mediocre. I actually, I found myself like looking at my phone more often than not. During mm-hmm. this movie, and I, I think that's why I probably missed the whole jawbone moment because I was just like, oh, okay. Well, it yeah. came a well, really long time after the kill. That's the problem. Yeah, I was like, that's it was funny. just a, it was just a. He threw something down. There was a quick cut. It was jawbone at the end. But it was a good two minutes after that scene. They had cut to another yeah. scene and come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, what was the point? <laughs> so lost all the tension. Yeah. So Pretty you let much, the air yeah. out of the balloon. And okay, I think we've done this movie, ladies. I think so too. Oh, yeah. I don't. I have nothing else to say other than don't waste your money. I mean, I have nothing <laughs> yeah, else to say, but we've got a time limit here. <laughs> we're trying to keep it <laughs> seven hours on this show. Well, okay. So now, if people wanted to find the Creepy Kitsch podcast, how would they do that? Where could they find uh, well, it? For about YouTube, uh, you can actually go well, to where can, our where website. Can they, where can they like anti bookmark something? Like we'll yes. never go in there. They could just Pretty be like, much. oh, fuck, so they know bitches. how to avoid us. Yes, stay off oh, the block, motherfuckers. If you want to come, you know, listen to us talk about uh, cheese on pizza and our titties and occasional horror films, you can go to <laughs> creepykitch.blogspot.com. And you can also find us on our Facebook page if you just uh, search for a Creepy Kitch podcast. 
And remember, kitsch is spelled to look and rhyme with bitch. So it's yeah, K-I-T-C-H. K-I-T-C-H. So that's the easiest way to find us. And creepy, and, carrot, creepy carrots will get you nowhere. And creepy yeah, carrots will take you right back to Patrick. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to make t-shirts now. <laughs> I do too. However, I do want you to know, Patrick, every time I make cinnamon toast now, as I'm putting it on my toast, I go, Cinnamon. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what will be remembered about me when I'm gone. Once upon a time, there was a man called Cinnamon. Cinnamon. He wasn't We're going to put it on your tombstone, tombstone man. <laughs> Spelled phonetically, Cinnamon. Thank you. Like, that's a lot of vowels. For- <laughs> <laughs> you spelled cinnamon with an S? What the fuck? Now, because I, I put the sin in cinnamon thing. Oh hell yes! That's the best stripper name ever. <laughs> right? Oh, believe the me, it's sin, taken. Sin oh, and cinnamon. Me, believe me, it's taken. Oh, oh I'm sure. I used to I'm work sure. at a theater that was in an, an one of those industrial. Nobody cares. In an industrial park. <laughs> <laughs> because, My um, husband was a DJ at a strip club, and all the strippers were named after cars. Oh, that's nice. Every that's single one awesome. of them. Let's bring it away yeah. on stage, Edsel. <laughs> I said, do you have one named Etzel? And he's all like, no, hot cars, honey. She's going to work great for about 20 minutes, and then she's just going to And then she's just going to leak oil all over the place, yes. But she'll have, like, an elite following of, like, niche people that really appreciate her, what she can do. Well, that's because they're looking her up on the (laughs) Don't back into her. She'll explode. (laughs) I was going to say, sadly, Pinto exploded in the middle of her routine. Yeah. Sadly, Pinto explodes if you touch her butt. And here's Gremlin. She's a hatchback. (laughs) She's short. Oh, gremlin. <laughs> the gremlin. Okay, we're off on a tangent. Uh, yes, we are. Sorry. All right. When I was growing up. No, I'm going off on a tangent. You just. Okay, go, ahead. Figured, go off figured. road, baby. When, go I off road. Up, when I was growing up. When I was growing up in my school, they kept a poster up in every classroom of 12 kids who had been murdered. And. Like, like for real? Like for real? Are you fucking kidding? No, by a man in the blue gremlin car and we were supposed to avoid anybody in a blue gremlin car and this will be that's grim as fuck yeah that's horrible it's catholic school they like to keep you oh well yeah yeah, never mind and this was like right after son of sam and everybody was afraid of everybody and that's everything i had forgotten all about this until i was listening to my favorite murder and it all came flooding back i'm like oh my god the killer in the blue gremlin and I remember – I used to remember uh, there was a uh, – the, the poster that they had up was of uh, the newspaper, uh, the, the local newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, the front page of the story. And I remember the story terrified me. I read the article over and over again, and I'd forgotten all about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Whatever. I never hear anybody talk about that, so I Googled it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there he is. It's now down to six kids. The other kids either – you know, they just didn't qualify anymore. <laughs> they disqualified. <laughs> But they determined Posers. that it was not the same killer. They just thrown back into the ocean. You but know, the like thing is, much. this was happening in California. I'm in New York. Oh, oh God. Fuck, man. That that's, poster that's even grimmer. They kept that right poster up till I graduated in 1984, and those killings stopped in 1979. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. And they he's going to get into his blue gremlin and come all the way across country just to right. fight. Pick like it was fucking, like it was fucking naked to New store. York. Oh, my God. Well, I was that in elementary stupid. school. So the, so the stripper gremlin may also be a child murderer. That's okay. Well, there might right. be. She, she's short, and she only, you know, goes about, she's you know, short. five blocks. 
She's got a, she's got a really strong she back sure, end. She would be an adult murderer, but she can't reach that high. Exactly. <laughs> oh it's going to stab you in the kneecaps. <laughs> like a leprechaun does. Like a leprechaun. See, we brought it all the way back. See, we brought it all the way back. All, all the way, way back. back. Ladies, that was masterful. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully next time it will be for a better movie. <laughs> I hope well, so. If you want to have us come back, we did tend to take over the damn show more than I can't believe it took me this long to even think of having you ladies on because I've followed you forever. Oh, me forever. You guys started right after I did. We've been in the game for the same amount of time. <laughs> and you have so many more episodes than we, we only have. have 55 fucking episodes. <laughs> under our belt. <laughs> five long years. It's long. They are three days of podcasting. One episode. Oh God! We suck. Quality and quantity. Yeah, we really do suck. (laughs) We kind of suck on both ends. But if you want to hear about cheese on pizza and titties and menstruation, we're your gals, man. (laughs) And we we definitely want to have you on the show. Cheese on pizza. Yes, we want to have you back. I haven't been guesting with anybody lately. Everybody comes to me now. Oh, well, you got to come to us. Have you come to us? Okay. But keep being in for the long haul, man. It's going to be like a four-hour stint. (laughs) Carbo load beforehand. That's true. Good idea. And Lots of tell us, uh, pick a movie and tell us what you want to do. I hate picking. All right. Just pick all the time. All right. All right. Well, then I'm going to have to pick can... Leprechaun in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> and Ghoulies 4. Four. And Ghoulies 4. That's all <laughs> <laughs> We'll call no, the episode no, no. Shit Fest. No, the, 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 college, the college episode, they still had a budget. There's no budget for Ghoulies 4. Oh, no. Ghoulies 4 is just a series of flashbacks from all the other Ghoulies movies. It's, uh, and, and weirdly, they got the original actor. With a giant forehead from the first movie to come through the fourth movie, and they did it in like '94. Well, because so, such an illustrious career after that. Yes, clearly. Our, our little this, that, that, yeah, that that movie makes. I swear to God, it makes uh, this Leprechaun film look like a fucking Oscar winner. I'm just throwing yep. that out. So yep. we should have done that first, is what you're saying. Oh, you failed. Forget it. Get off my show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Please go finish that damn latte. <laughs> Gargoyle won't poop in my daughter's mouth. Uh-uh. Because I got it like that. That's why. That's how I roll. Because I'm that kind of mom. I'm the bad mom. I'm the mom from the bad mom movie. That's me. It's Robin. Robin from Jacksonville. Sorry, I'm just having like a little bit of a day. A good day. I've had kind of a poopy time lately. I've been having some good days. I'm trying to look up and be positive. So... I watched some cool movies this weekend. So I watched the um, XX movie, the little um, movie that features a lot of different um, women directors, producers, et cetera, et cetera. And it was actually pretty interesting. It a little splash of blood here, a little splash of cannibalism there. But, but, but it's not very bloody. Um, it's more kind of like... I don't know, like a Tales from the Dark Side or something. Very interesting. The birthday party, pretty damn funny. So that one was pretty good. And then My Husband is Not a Scary Movie. Silly Tyler made me watch Say It Ain't So with the guy from American Pie. And 
it was actually pretty funny. It was a campy little funny movie, and oh my goodness, great, great cast. So you should check it out if you need a good laugh. And then I also saw, um, and my goodness, what was it? Southbound. If you want some ew, gross, icky, bloody, gory stuff, watch Southbound. It's really good. And also, Lore is the movie you were talking about last time. I'm trying to go quick. Sunny, so I'm hang up on me. So, yeah, music, mermaids, crazy shit. I want to see that, too. That looks so super duper interesting. So, I love you, love you very much. Isabella loves you. She hasn't sent you a message because she's been super busy. She's been practicing for the talent show that she nailed. So, she will be in touch soon. We both love you very much. And have a good day. Talk to you soon, Patrick. Bye. Robin, honey, sweetheart, I had to say you were scaring me at the beginning of that call. I was worried, but it was you, so everything's okay. Okay. First of all, Robin, I just want to say that I recorded a response listening to your voicemail, and then Audacity crashed, and I lost that file, and I'm not going back with my genuine responses again, because I have deadlines, but I love you anyway. That was a really scary intro. I was like, whoa, who was this freaky person calling me? And oh, oh, it's Robin. Then I was like, oh, maybe I don't know Robin as well as I think I know Robin. Okay. Oh, man, you married a horror non-person. That didn't come out right. You married a person who doesn't like horror. Oh, no. I was there. I've been doing that. It was my Mr. Brad situation. But, you know, well, these things happen. Thank you very much for the movie recommendations. They both sound, well, three. they all three sound really cool. XX is on my list. Haven't gotten around to it yet, obviously. But thank you for the heads up to expect more of a Tales from the Dark Side thing. And that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And Say It Ain't So, I know nothing about. So, thank you for putting that on my radar. And Southbound, I watched a while ago, and I dug it. I dug it a lot. It didn't work completely, but overall, it was a nice, dark thing. I liked how the stories tied together and how it was all about travel, or really, it was all about people trying to escape guilt. That's the common theme to thread everything together, and that was very satisfying and very disturbing in parts, particularly the one with the... Well, never mind. Never mind. If you haven't seen Southbound, do check it out. I know it's on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix or not, but I know it's definitely on Amazon because that's where I saw it. And the lure, I'm dying to see it. It's been at the IFC Theater for weeks now, and I think it might have left because I waited too long because I'm me. But what can you do? What can you do? Anyway, thank you so much for calling in, Robin. Tell Isabella I said break a leg in the talent show. And if you need a gargoyle to, you know, eat the faces off the competition, you know who to call. You know who to call. That's right. Your old buddy Flam, Isabella, since you got him wrapped around your finger, I think he'll do anything for you. He won't do anything for me, so you got one up on me. Don't steal my gargoyle. Okay, so that's going to sum up the voicemail for today. I don't have any correspondence that uh, to share with you. So that is going to wrap that up. So if you want to be like Robin and call in and make this show an even cooler thing than it was ever going to be in the first place, please do pick up your phone, stick out your little fingy, and poke the little buttons that say 917720. Two zero four seven, and leave me a voicemail message, and you'll hear it here on the show. Yeah. Or if you're a little more shy, you can send me an email at crew at screamqueens.com. And as always, that's Queens. Say it with me with a Z. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens. You can find me on Twitter 
at Scream Queens. And you can find me on Instagram at notr for you and at Scream Queens Podcast, even though, like I say every week, I don't understand how this site works. And there's not much activity there because I'm old and I don't understand these new things. God damn you kids with your with your transistor radios and your microwave ovens. Ugh, what are you doing? I don't know anymore. And if you want to experience a whole new level of Scream Queens participation, Head on over to the Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash screamqueens and subscribe. Become a patron and get bonus material every month. We've had two episodes so far this month and you're getting another one. Everyone's getting one next week. All the Patreon subscribers, that is, are going to be talking about the movie Life and Kong Skull Island. But you're not going to hear it here. The only way to hear them is to go on over and become a patron of the show help support the show in a brand new way help get my computer fixed help get me some advertising money so we can get we bump things up to a new level so i can start bringing new and different things to you and for those of you living in the new york city area please get your ticket to dark house theater's fabulous fundraiser on thursday march 30th in williamsburg brooklyn and do that by writing mr brian williams at darkhousetheater.com and saying get me tickets hook me up because you're not gonna want to miss the dark rites of spring mother nature has lost her damn mind and this may be our only chance to get her shit together baby you don't want to miss it i don't want you to miss it so don't miss it so coming up next time what are we going to be doing in april well i'll tell you i'm going to be joined by my friend tim who I used to do the Ryan case with. Remember that show, the Ryan case that I was in, that I did for years, and I was bombarding you with commercials week after week after episode after episode? Well, he's going to be here because he is now involved with a games, a gaming company, and I'm going to be joined by him and one of the creators of the game that they are currently promoting called Student Bodies, which is a zombie board game. And we are going to be talking, appropriately enough, about... Return of the Living Dead. So get on your leg warmers and pretty much nothing else because that's really all that's required to watch that movie and get ready for a giveaway of a copy of the game Student Bodies, which I'll be playing sometime this week to find out just how awesome it is so that I can pimp it out even harder to you guys. But I know you want it already. You're like, ooh, that sounds great. But it has nothing to do with that movie with the, where the people get killed by you know erasers and, and eggplants. No, no, no. It's about zombies, not about slashers. But what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. So it is time to wrap this puppy up for another week. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. And never forget the Scream Queen's golden rule, fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. You're too pretty to die too early in the movie. Of your... I got nothing. Stop the show. Good lord. Bye. I go hunting for witches. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches!